Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simen Kuf Ayin Zayin. We are up to Siv Gimel, the top line on page Pei, the page following 158. The Mechaber says in Siv Gimel, If one has Koveya, that he's eating his bread of his Suda together with the fruit, then the fruit become things that are normally as part of a suda. In that case, even if he eats the fruit in the beginning of the suda without bread, so if the Iker suda is on the peros, and the peros are coming to be the lefes, to be the lift on of the pass, you would not need a bracha, not before, not afterwards. The Mechaber then says, there are those who argue and they say you would still require a bracha before the fruit. Therefore the Mechaber says, the best thing to do is to eat in the beginning when you start your fruit to have it together with bread. Even if then you go ahead and eat the fruit without bread, since you started with bread, even if you eat it afterwards without bread, you would not need a bracha. The Ramah says, Even if you don't go back at the end and eat more of the fruit with bread, it's still going to be fine without a bracha before. Since his ikr kvios was on the fruit, so as long as he ate it with the bread in the beginning, even if he doesn't eat it at the end with fruit, it's going to, with bread, it's going to be okay. The Ramah seems to be just reiterating what the Mechaber said, and we'll see the Mishabura and the Sharetzion addressing that in a moment. So let's see the Mishabura. In Sivkotan Tezvav, in Koveya. So again, the first point the Mechaber said is, if you're Koveya, the lift on of your Suda on the Peros, so the sheet of the Mechaber was that it's considered Dvar Haboy Machmas Asuda, it does not need to have bread with it at all, and you do not need to make a bracha before or afterwards. Says the Mishabur, Your whole Suda, the only thing you planned on eating together with the bread was this fruit, you have made your fruit into the Iker Suda, so it's like the meat and the fish that you wouldn't need a bracha on. It's like something that comes as part of the Suda. The Mechaber then said, the Yishchokim holds that if you eat the fruit in the beginning without having any bread there, it does not become secondary to the Suda. And if you don't have any bread with the fruit in the beginning, you do have to make a bracha on the fruit. Therefore the Mechaber said, what's best to do is to begin the fruit with the bread, and then you for sure don't need a bracha. Even if you don't go back to eating any more fruit with the bread, you just have the fruit, that'll be fine. And then the Ramah seems to reiterate what the Mechaber is saying, and that's what the Mishabur addresses in Zavkot and Yudayin. V'yafalpi, Rotzalomar, after b'sif alef amrin and she'yochal pas dafka gambasof. Even though we said in Sif alef that you should eat the fruit with bread, Specifically in the beginning and also at the end, in this case, over here we are Iker Kviasudas on the fruit. According to everyone, you could eat later on without having any bread and you would not need a bracha. Even if you have in mind to have no more bread. 
So if you look in the Sharetzion, Os Yudzayin, he writes, Vigam Kavanos HaMechaber Kenhu. That which the Ramah and the Mishabura explains the Ramah as saying is exactly what the Mechaber said. That's what the Mechaber's Kavanos is as well. Elisha Ramah Bir Dvarov. The Ramah is clarifying the words of the Mechaber. You can mistakenly understand the Mechaber that even though you're going to go back and have fruit by itself in the middle, even though at the end you're going to have the fruit with the bread, you could read the Mechaber like that. Therefore the Ramos clarifying the Mechaber doesn't mean that. He doesn't mean even if you could have the fruit by itself in the middle. It means even if you have the rest of the fruit by itself even at the end. So if you look in the Shulchan Aruch, the Mechaber, his lotion was It's good to eat the fruit in the beginning with bread. Because then even if you go back and eat some of the fruit without bread, you won't need a bracha. You can mistakenly understand that to mean in the middle. Even though at the end you're also going to have fruit with the bread. So on that the Ramah is saying, He's clarifying the Mechaber and saying, even if you don't go back, even at the end, since your Iker Kfiyas was on them, you will not need a bracha. So that is how the Chavetz Chaim is explaining the Ramah's explanation of the Mechaber, that there's no Machlokas going on over here, the Mechaber and Ramah both hold, if it's your Iker Kfiyas, because of the Machlokas, you should eat the beginning of the fruit with bread, but then you do not need to have any more of the fruit with bread, and you will not require a bracha. Says the Mechaber, by of Dalit. Even if the fruit were not in front of you at the time that you made the brach on the bread, since they're coming to be eaten together with the bread, the fruit does not need a brach at all. Says the Mishaburus of Katin Yilches, they were not in front of you, and you also didn't have explicit das that you're going to eat those fruit. Since you are koveya yourself to eat, so mistama we assume your das anything they'll bring you, and therefore the fruit that is brought will not need a bracha at all. So if cutting your test, bracha klal, pirish lamasha ochel mapas. This is referring to the fruit that's going to be eaten together with the bread. Masha ochel below pas. That which you're going to eat the fruit without bread, and that's what we've been discussing in the last few sifim. Says the Mechaber Sifhei, If after a person washed and made a hamotzi on the bread, They sent him from someone else's house, That he's not reliant upon, a random person's house, And he did not have in mind when he washed and made his hamotzi on the present that was going to come from some random person's house, even if the present that is sent over is something that normally is eaten with bread, he must make a bracha on this food that is sent to you, because you have a din like someone who changed his mind. You had in mind just to eat what's in front of you. You didn't have in mind anything else. The food comes from left field, from someone else's house. You must make a bracha on that food, even though it's normally the type of food that would not require a bracha during the suda. The Ramah writes, below Ra'isi I have now found people that are careful about this, that random food comes to someone else's house in the middle of a Suda and they're making a bracha on it. I haven't found people that are Zohir with that. The Efshur, the Taima, it could be the reason is, the Stam Das Ha'odam, 
the average das of a person is al basuda. He has in mind everything that will be brought in the suda, and therefore, even if it comes from another house and you don't have it planned at all before, you still do not make a bracha on that food. Says the Mishabura, Sivkaton Chav, Darkon Lavo. We said again, even if it's something that's sent from the other house, and normally it's a type of food that's eaten together with bread, you still need a bracha on it. Very important, Mishabura. It's normally eaten with bread, Ratzalomar, Sivkaton Chav, Vigam Ochlin Im Hapas. Not only is it like a piece of meat that's normally eaten with bread, you're actually eating it with bread, and you still need to make a bracha on it according to the Mechaber. Since it's coming from someone else's house, for sure you did not have this in mind at all. It's not patterned by the bracha on the pas. Now I was bothered by a little ha'ara today. The Mishabura says over here that the food comes from someone else's house. It's something that's normally eaten with bread. You're eating it with bread. And you still have to make a bracha. I was bothered by a shahat sion that uh, is brought down, I don't know if we discussed it in the shir, but on page 158, the shahat sion, the Mechaber was discussing over here, the Mishabur rather, in Sifkaton Ches. And yesterday's shir was discussing that if the fruit was coming in the middle of a suda as dessert, right in the middle of Sifkaton Ches, that which you can eat the bread in the beginning and the end of the fruit and you won't need a brach on the fruit is if the fruit was coming to be eaten with the bread and not as a dessert. If the fruit was only coming as a dessert, the Meshavura said, Even if you ate some of the fruit in the beginning and the end with bread, it won't help. Umasha ochel below past sara bracha, where you're eating in the middle without bread will require bracha. Look in the Sharon Osir Gimel, he writes. Why only where you're eating in the middle if it's dessert? Demasha ochel imapas, that which you're eating the fruit with the bread, lo olam ain't sarah bracha, never needs a bracha. Then it palum heim lapas, the bread that's eating with the fruit that's eating with bread is secondary to the bread, it never needs a bracha. Isn't that a steer to what we're saying over here? We're saying over here. That's something that's normally eaten with bread and it comes from the outside and you're eating it with bread, you still need to make a bracha. The Sharetzion just told us that whatever you're eating with bread, la'ulam ain't sarah bracha, it's always secondary to the bread. Here you're getting a piece of meat from your neighbor and you're eating it with bread, it's normally eaten with bread and you have to make a bracha on it. So if you look at note number 24, he brings in the second paragraph from the Chazanish, a svar of what's going on over here, I think it answers this question very beautifully. The explanation of the words of the Shulchanarach over here. That if someone sends you over a piece of meat or anything that normally goes with bread, you need a bracha. The reason why when you make a bracha on the ikr, you don't have to make a bracha on the tafel on the secondary food, is mishum bracha. It's not the pshat that the tafel doesn't require a bracha. Rather, it's the bracha that you make on the ikr also covers the tafel. And if you look at the chazanish inside, he writes explicitly, is ke'ilu the tafel takes on the same bracha as the ikr. So you made a bracha on the ikr, and now you're eating with it a tafel. So it's not that it doesn't need a bracha. The tafel also needs a bracha, but it takes on the same bracha as the ikr. The ikr, the ikr's bracha becomes the bracha on the tafel as well. And therefore, if that's the case, it only covers that which was there in front of you at the time.
And therefore, in our case of the Mishabur over here, if you're eating a Suda and someone sends you over a piece of meat, it's very nice that the meat is a tuffle to the pass, but that just means the meat's bracha is hamotzi, but it wasn't in front of you. You didn't have it in mind, and therefore it's not covered. Mashenki, in the case of the Shah Tzion before, you had the fruit in front of you, you had the bread, so whatever part of the fruit you're eating with the bread, that vade would not need a bracha because the fruit that you're eating with the bread is always tuffle to the bread and it was there in front of you. So therefore the bracha on that fruit was hamotzi. It takes on the bracha of the ikus, the bracha was hamotzi, you had it in mind, so it's covered. But over here with the Food is coming from someone else's house, so therefore, even though it's something that's normally eaten with bread and it's being eaten with bread right now, the bracha on the bread doesn't cover it. Because again, ikr v'tafel means the tafel takes on the bracha of the ikr, but it needs a bracha. You didn't make a bracha on this tafel because you weren't expecting it, it came from outside, and that's why you need to make a bracha on this piece of meat or whatever it is, even if you are eating it with the bread. Continues the Mishaburavaitis, we said in the Ramah that I have not seen people careful about this, that when food gets brought to them from someone else's house, that they didn't have in mind, they make a bracha on it. And the Ramah said, maybe the reason is, the stam das of the person, when he has a suda, is on anything that will be brought to him during the suda. And maybe, Dr. Mishabura, that's talking about things that are brought to him, and they're normally things that are brought and eaten as part of the middle of a suda. But if they brought him... In the middle of a suda, some kind of fruit, lo mahani, it won't help. Even if he had in mind when he made hamotzi, he's going to eat the fruit, it won't help. Even if he has in mind that he's going to eat it without a bracha, even if it's his own food, it doesn't help. Unless he's actually eating it together as a malafis, as a pas, otherwise it would need a bracha. So the Mishabur is just clarifying that which you don't need a bracha when something comes from the outside you have it in mind that's only by Dvar Maboy Machmas Asuda something that's normally part of a Suda but a fruit that comes from outside even if it was yours Mitchil and you had it in mind it doesn't help you as you've learned you still have to make a bracha so suddenly if it's coming from the outside you wouldn't need a bracha. Then the Chavaz Chaim ends off the simon with Kitzur Dine Peros Aboy Masoch Asuda a little summary an abbreviation of the halachos of fruit that come during a suda. Im ochel im apas. If you're eating the fruit with bread, pshita she'ain tzarech klal bracha. It's partially like we just mentioned that you would not need to make a bracha on a fruit if it's being eaten together with the bread. Dinasa tafel apas because it's considered secondary to the bread. Even if he didn't have this explicit intent when he made the amotzi, it still covers the fruit that he's eating together with the bread. The person who's eating a fruit in the middle of a suda without bread, it's obvious that this fruit needs a bracha before eating it. Even if the fruit is cooked. The fruit that comes in the middle of a suda is not considered being ba machmas asuda. It's not coming because of the suda. Rakli kinuah palma is only coming as a dessert, and therefore it would absolutely require bracha. Avo imrotsa lecho peros ktsas imapas ktsas belopas. The person has a fruit; he wants to eat some of it with bread, some of it without bread. But zei yesh deos chalukos. That, as we've seen, there is there are differing opinions. Alkein yesh linhok. Therefore, you should be knowing, as we saw yesterday, sheyochal tchilam miat belopas. You should start off by eating part of the fruit without bread. Viyavarechaleim, and then you make a bracha on the fruit according to everyone, because you're eating a fruit alone in the middle of a suda. It's pasht and needs a bracha. 
Then you can eat the rest of the fruit, whether with bread or without bread, it doesn't matter, because you made a bracha already on the fruit by itself first. This is all talking about where you're having your suda with other foods, and the fruit is a side point of the suda, it's not the ikr suda. But if you're being kovea suda and you're having in mind that you're eating bread, and you eat it together with the bread, peros, since at the beginning of the Suda you ate some of the fruit together with the bread, you can go ahead and continue eating the peros later on without any kind of bread and without making a bracha. And that concludes Simen Kufay and Zayin. And Hashem, tomorrow we'll begin the new Simen Kufay and Ches. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including Mara Makaymas on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS, that's 203-312-7427, or email info at shasilluminated.org.